Welcome to Latter-day Stillness, where we explore practices that help us find deep connection to God and others. Hey friends, thanks for coming back to Latter-day Stillness. I am so happy that we get to spend some time together here. Um, Let's talk today about consciousness. Consciousness is a fascinating topic, pretty elusive. I will do the very best I can to explain consciousness in a way that's understandable. I'm not even sure that I fully understand it, but it has been so, so deeply helpful to understand that there are different levels of consciousness that we can inhabit in this life. And ultimately, how David O. McKay said it is like God consciousness is the ultimate goal of life. And so let's try to make sense of this. Um, first, let's start in Mosiah 15. Uh, Abinadi, as he's teaching the priests of Noah, Noah describes why Jesus was able to overcome temptation, why he was able to be mocked, scourged, cast out, disowned, and not give in or yield to temptation. He said it this way, Mosiah 15, 2. He dwelleth in the flesh. Because he dwelleth in the flesh, he shall be called the Son of God, and having subjected the flesh to the will of the Father. And down in verse 5, he says, And thus the flesh becoming subject to the Spirit. Okay, consciousness. Let's imagine a drawing. Maybe I'll make a YouTube video about this and post it. But imagine the drawing of a stick figure, right? And the the stick figure represents the flesh. And then imagine an outer border that's a dotted line that represents the spirit, right? And that's, so you've got the flesh consciousness is when our flesh is driving our mortal bus, is driving what we're thinking, what we're doing, how we're feeling. That's when we're in flesh consciousness. And the spirit is kind of a dotted line that's along for the ride. But the flesh is really driving it. We've all felt this. We've all probably felt this today when our uh, desires, our appetites, our passions, maybe our anger, our emotions, or even our thoughts are driving us, are dictating the direction that we're heading and how we're feeling and experiencing this life. That is flesh consciousness. Now, notice that flesh is just a reality of life. This this doesn't mean it's all bad and it's all evil. Thank goodness we have this flesh so that we can experience mortal life. And as part of this flesh, we develop what's called an ego. We develop this part of ourselves that helps us navigate the world, helps us survive, helps us even thrive, helps us know how to navigate society, manage uh, our, our identity, and become successful, be able to provide for ourselves and be socially accepted. Our ego helps us with all of those things. And our ego provides some resistance to spirit consciousness. 
Our ego loves to separate and divide. It loves to classify, to, to make things black and white, like put even people in classifications of, oh, those are, that's them. That's not us. Uh, that's not, that's, they're the bad guys. We're the good guys. We can see this in so many ways. We just do this. It's part of what our ego does is we find a group that we really want to belong to. And our ego takes that on as part of our identity and then sees people that are not in that group and classifies them as other. And that's just the reality of how our flesh works, how the ego helps us navigate the world, see it in a way that provides safety so that we can move forward. And that ego is part of flesh consciousness. Now, spirit consciousness, what is that? Now, while ego wants to divide and separate and flesh wants to divide into groups and separate, spirit wants to unify, draw together. Spirit inherently is unified is oneness and we have this spirit within us think of a time when you experience spirit consciousness and by that maybe a phrase that we use far more often is feeling i was feeling the spirit and i was feeling love for all people and all beings and all things and i was feeling unity and you just loved everyone you weren't judging Judging is part of our flesh too, where we do that classification and separation. But the spirit in us, when we're in spirit consciousness, we're meek, we're humble, we're full of love. We're one with ourselves our, and others. We're accepting, we're uniting, we're inclusive. That's the spirit within us. And the amazing thing, like it says in Mosiah 15, is we can be subject, our, our flesh can be subject to the spirit. So the spirit is dictating our direction or our spirit can be subject to the flesh. So the flesh and the ego and the mind is dictating the direction. And they make, that makes all the difference in the world. So the... When we are in flesh consciousness, flesh is driving. When we are in spirit consciousness, spirit is driving. And so the path to becoming one with God, to knowing God, is the path of stillness that leads us, that path of stillness leads us into relationship with God, connection with God that we can sense and feel. Of course, our relationship is always there. But when, when we're in flesh consciousness, we can't sense it. We can't sense our connectedness to God. When we're in spirit consciousness, it's absolutely natural and present. So how do we inhabit spirit consciousness more? Well, Spiritual practices help us get there. Any practice that helps us go beyond the flesh, go beyond this egoic mind, go beyond this frenzied mind that is always caught up in fear, stress, worry, 
that's a spiritual practice that helps us get into spirit consciousness. That's why sometimes maybe as you're reading your scriptures and you feel a divine influence, you feel spirit, you feel love, you feel peace. You are moving into spirit consciousness out of flesh consciousness. But have you ever noticed how your flesh does not want to engage in spirit practices, <laughs> spiritual practices? Have you ever felt just that resistance? Oh, I don't want to do that spiritual thing. Well, of course, our flesh does not want to lose control of our direction. And so don't beat yourself up for feeling that. Just know that's, that's part of this human experience is learning the difference between flesh consciousness and moving towards spirit consciousness. So things like uh, sacred study, like prayer, meditation, and not just external acts. External acts don't move us into spirit consciousness. It's got to be internal engagement that moves us there. And that's why we do these spiritual practices that we do on this podcast. So let's do one right now. Moving from flesh consciousness to spirit consciousness. Okay, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, just give yourself permission to be fully present in this moment. Not be distracted by other things so that we can practice moving beyond the flesh. And ironic, one of the, ironically, one of the best tools that we have to move beyond flesh consciousness is our body. So just take a moment to turn inward, feel any tension in your body, any resistance. Let's start from our feet and move up. Start from your feet. If you feel any tension there, just fully relax every muscle and move up through your legs. Just complete relaxation, letting go. As you come up through your abdomen, through your chest, through your hands, arms, to your neck, any tension that you feel there, just release it. And if you feel tension in your mind, in your head, anywhere in your body at all. Take a breath and release it and just come to the stillness that is available in this moment right here, right now. And rather than dwelling in the body, let's now move even beyond the body. And sometimes it's helpful to have a mantra, something that you repeat that helps you focus so that that frenzied mind doesn't keep pulling your attention away from moving into this piece of spirit consciousness. Let's try this mantra. I am light. In the Doctrine and Covenants, it talks about intelligence, the light of truth, and that a fundamental part of our makeup uh, is that we are beings of light. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. So we are not our bodies. 
our bodies are a tool that have been gifted to us to help us have mortal experience. But even more fundamental, we are light. So let's just dwell beyond that body and that part of our nature for a moment. And just repeat this. I am light. And as you say it, if you're a visual person, you can even visualize radiant light emanating from you. Not just your body, but from the essence of you, your intelligence, your spirit. I am light. Feel that radiance. Lum that luminosity that's part of your core nature. I am light. I'll let you repeat it a few times to yourself. And notice the feelings that arise as you focus on that core part of who you are as you come into spirit consciousness where that light of truth, your essence is the focus and core of who you are. What feels different as you let go of your thoughts and just focus on the feeling of you as a being of light. your mind wanders and you get caught away in thoughts, just bring yourself back to your awareness of your core characteristic of light. Feel free to pause this if you'd like to sit and practice it more, focusing on your luminosity, your radiance. But as we conclude this practice, notice the difference between how you feel when you're caught up in your thoughts, caught up in the flesh, caught up in appetites, desires, passions, and what you feel when you're in more of a spirit consciousness. There's peace, there's stillness, there's joy, there's free flowing love available in spirit consciousness that we just can't perceive when we're in flesh consciousness. And this is something that we can learn to operate from in our everyday lives, no matter what our circumstance, what our environment, is bringing to us. 
we can operate from spirit consciousness and it will infuse our lives, our experiences with light. We'll have eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts that know, feel, and understand on a level that our flesh can't. And as we move into this, we're moving toward God consciousness. As David O. McKay said, it's the supreme goal of life. Thanks for being with me today. Hopefully this was helpful to you. Thank you so much for being with us. If you felt this was helpful, please consider sharing it with others. Until next time, be still and be well.